More injuries for the Indianapolis Colts. Does this one knock Jonathan Taylor out of round one? Let's talk about it on Fantasy Football Today in one, two, three, four, five. All right, if you're listening and wondering what the hell I'm laughing at, Dave has this fun routine where he puts up five figures when I say five. Check it out on YouTube, youtube.com slash today, and I threw him off his game. All right, Dave, uh, so let's start with, uh, with the Colts. Quentin Nelson, their all-pro guard. Same injury as Carson Wentz. They're both out 5 to 12 weeks. So what does this mean for Jonathan Taylor? They got two good feet between the two of them. I wasn't really rattled when Wentz went down because I figured the Colts would do something to have at least a serviceable quarterback. And when Jonathan Taylor did his thing last year, uh, it was Phillip Rivers, like old man Phil, at, at under center, and he did fine toward the end of last season. But now you're talking about that offensive line losing a very key part in Quentin Nelson. He's one of the best run blockers, if not the best run blocker in the NFL. Losing him is a major problem for Jonathan Taylor for however long Nelson is gone. And you you start thinking about Eric Fisher being out and Ryan Kelly's got an elbow. And now you just start wondering if it's just uh, almost like a a semi-lost cause, maybe the first half of the season being problematic for Taylor and for the Colts offense in general. I moved him out of round one. I've got him as a round two pick. I don't even know how excited I would be to take him in round two. I think I'd be okay once it was past, you know, early to middle round two. I think I'd be okay with taking a chance on Taylor at that point because at least he's healthy. He's supremely talented, and he'll see the ball a lot in this offense with Jacob Eason under center behind a uh, less than stellar offensive line. And don't forget, Carson Wentz could be ready. I, I would call it, a, I don't know if I'd call it a long shot. I'm not a doctor. He could be ready for the opener. He could miss five weeks. Same with Quentin Nelson. So Right. So, like, that's, that's part out. of the upside here, right, Adam? Right. Because yeah. if those guys are back sooner than later and the offensive line gets healthy sooner than later, maybe you've got 12 weeks of Jonathan Taylor at his best, and that's league-winning upside right there. What did you think of what Pete Prisco said about Travis Etienne and James Robinson? He basically said, Robinson looks good. He's he's uh, he's changed his body. He's more explosive, and he's going to at least start the season getting the carries. Maybe a month in, they start giving Etienne more carries, but he made it clear that it's not going to be necessarily easy to just kick J- uh, James Robinson out of that role. Well, the one thing about Robinson last year was that he had unbelievable vision. Like he was able to find room to run. And so if he's more explosive on top of that, he marries that together. He's going to be an even better back in terms of efficiency than he was last year. I'm worried about the workload for him, not just because of ETN, but just because the offense in general is probably going to be a little bit more revolving around Trevor Lawrence than it will be the run game. And Lawrence is going to throw a lot of short area passes. He'll take some deep shots, too. That's what the offense is usually predicated on. ETN is a perfect target for those short passes. Uh, I'll say this on our FFT podcast. I think the floor for ETN is what Chase Edmonds gave you last year. He played about half the snaps. He had 53 catches. He had five touchdowns. He had 850 total yards. I think that's a safe floor for ETN. And the ceiling could be something. I, you, know, you think of Alvin Kamara, but I don't think it would be like Kamara's best season. It might be Kamara's worst season, which is still pretty dang good in fantasy. So ETN ahead of Robinson for sure. They're going to be closer together in non-PPR and in half PPR. But in full PPR, I think you can make the case for ETN to be worthy of. Yeah, I, I would. I would prefer to get him in round six. But if you really need to get that running back, round five is the time to do it. And Robinson is someone I'm happy to take round seven, maybe the tail end of round six. If I'm looking for a running back that can 
give me, at the very least, I'm confident he can give me a good start to the season. First four weeks of the season, he'll be good, with maybe potential to be there all season long. And for reference, Chase Edmonds, and that's what Dave identified as the floor for ETN, was on a per-game basis, he was RB36, even in full PPR. A little surprised it was that low. For the season, he was RB25. And that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We will have another episode tomorrow. It is a five-minute quarterback preview. you got to hear the full-length episode, the full position preview. But if you don't have time, we'll give it to you in five minutes tomorrow. For Dave Richard, I'm Adam Azer. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you again.